from behind home plate, your Orioles talk, section 336, the next generation of Baltimore sports talk. All right, 336ers, I hope you've enjoyed this week's uh, section 336. Episode 362 that came out Monday night was just a really good, let's put everything in perspective type show with Charlie. Then we put out the, uh, I guess it's a re-release of a podcast from six years ago with the Oriole Spastics kind of making fun of Section 336, but in a great, fun way. Uh, We'd love to get another uh, podcast fight going. So if there's a podcast you want us to fight with, just start putting trash on Twitter about how Section 336 is much better than these guys. And we'll jump on it, we'll run with it, and hopefully we'll get some fun going. Um, But this is the podcast and the story time that we've shared about that we just love. It's the anniversary, anniversary, but with a V. And it's just a great story about a trip with Charlie and Dean and some of their friends that doesn't really go quite as planned. So enjoy. And I'll talk to you guys on Monday night. Orioles Spastics is a member of the Baltimore Sports Report Network. Find more podcasts like this at BaltimoreSportsReport.com. Something magic happened. Every time you go, make the magic happen, make the magic happen. Hey, oh, it's the Orioles Spastics, the one and only Arrested Development themed podcast of the Baltimore Sports Report Network. Dean Eastlake and Charlie Hopp is here with you tonight, and we got something a little bit special lined up. We got two of our buddies calling in to recount an event that really changed both of our lives forever. We're just going to take one moment to get set up, so we'll see you on the other side. All right, Charlie, now we are joined by Christopher Schulze and Mike Lefevre, and we're going to hash out this big event. Gentlemen, you are here for the sole reason of reliving the past. It is the one-year anniversary of the event. Uh, Vaniversary, Dean. Vaniversary. It is the great vaniversary. So, gentlemen, I'll give you about 30 seconds to introduce yourselves. Try to tie it into baseball or Arrested Development in some way, but remember, you are talking to thousands, so Christopher Schulze... Hello and welcome. Uh, hello, thousands of fans. Um, All right, and next we have Michael Lefevre. Onyong, my name is Michael Lefevre. Okay, Onyong. Oh, damn. <laughs> Drink, Dean. Yep. And uh, I, I love the Orioles, and I love Arrested Development. The perfect Great. guest. If only Schulze was as good. Schulze, I want to, since Schulze didn't get to introduce himself, I thought I could probably introduce him a little yeah, bit he better. He did it just yeah. fine. There you go. Uh... <laughs> I, I Schulze recently Schulze's a Red Sox fan and recently made made some some fame on the <laughs> NESN network or I guess that's 
redundant. But anyway, on, on the Boston broadcast of a game at Camden Yards, because Dennis Eckersley sort of got into it about your hair, Schulze? Uh, that, that's correct. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know this. Really? The Eck talked about you? In, indeed he did. He, uh. Uh, he likened me to uh, one Peter Frampton um, and <laughs> talked about all the flowing moss on my head. <laughs> he did call it moss. Also, for you listeners, uh, Schulze has a massive fro. So we'll we'll put we'll put up that video on our on our Facebook and Twitter. We always say that, but we really will this time. <laughs> Schulze is also incapable of growing body hair. Now you know everything you need to know about Schulze and Mike. Perfect, and we're glad to have these guys. This is what we're here to do. We're rehashing the event. I have broken it down into these like four parts and sections. Sections, four sections, and I think each of us could take a little, you know, take the lead. Feel free to, you know, interject at any point. The four parts are as follows. Part one, titled The Grandparents. <laughs> and I'll, I'll go ahead and take that part. Part two is post-grandparents, or otherwise known as the Arrested Development Drinking Game. <laughs> and Charlie, as I believe you to benefit the most from that game, you'll be taking the lead on part two. Sure. Part three, the night before the event. And we'll give that to to Mike to rehash. And then finally, part four, the event. As can be told by none other than Christopher Allen Schulze. Uh, I don't really recall too much of the uh, night before the event. All the better. <laughs> Maybe. All the better. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we'll Good. fix that Cause we gotta, yeah, we'll fix that in post, and we don't know if we're gonna get this into a podcast. If this is gonna be a Bluth bit special episode podcast, <laughs> you know, we'll see. Um, but before we begin, anyone have any questions, clarifications, comments, reservations, insinuations, allusions? Let's do it. Tell us about mm. the grandparents. The grandparents. Well, my grandparents have this excellent beach place down on Chicoteague Island, Virginia. One side's the Chesapeake Bay. One side's the beach. You get the fishing and the crabbing. You also get the beach life, the frisbeeing, babes. the cornholing, the babes. You get all that stuff. Bike riding and cornholing. Bike mm. riding and cornholing. Everyone bike riding and cornholing except... Except for Buster. No Buster. So what we did, we all descended on this this great place. The grandparents is labeled the grandparents because they were there for the first couple of days, and it was a good time. I my grandfather especially, he's a I don't even know how to describe him. Uh, he's a fun guy. He took us out fishing a lot, and since we knew that they'd be leaving later in the week, we needed somebody to you know back the boat in to be comfortable with doing that. And Schultz was down, and he had had much much experience, you know toting around trailers full of what were they canoes or something Shilzy? yes yes many much you, trailers of canoes and you did that a lot and you were really good at it right i i've never had a problem the best to date yeah we call them the best to date <laughs> um so so he, schultz would back in the boat for us and we'd go out throughout the crab pots and it was just a, a grand old time until they left well i arrived i arrived a little bit late Mm -hmm. I, I wasn't there for the whole week. I could only come for a couple of days. So they were already gone when I got there, which, you know, meant that they had once once I had arrived, the guys had developed a drinking game of sorts. And the <laughs> of rest, sorts. <laughs> and by which I mean they had developed a drinking game. Um, and the drinking game, fortunately for us, although this podcast was but a twinkle in our eye, mm -hmm. um, was was arrested development. 
So the guys had developed this drinking game and were just basically ready to kick it off in earnest when I got there. Onion. Uh, onion. 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 The, the main rule, I think Schulze drinks. I, the main, I think that was Mikey. Oh, uh, Mikey. The, the main rule that I can remember and that we've already hit on a couple times here is whenever anyone in the show says Onion. 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 Everyone else has to say Onyong. Onyong. And whoever says Onyong last would have to drink. Um, that's the one? That's the one you remember? That's the one I remember. Because we've already done it like ten times. <laughs> um, we may be playing this drinking game as we speak. Some of the best as I recall them. So we'll take a minute and I don't, recall our I was going to say, I don't remember well, most of these. One of my favorite. anytime they take a piece of clothing off, the last person to take off a piece of clothing has to leave that piece of clothing off. Oh, yeah. That yes. was a good one. I'd forgotten about that. That was good. The, the one that we had to stop doing because we were making a mess of things was anytime someone got hit. <laughs> Especially in that in that couple of episodes where the the policeman would always hit <laughs> yeah. Oscar instead of George with the police mallet. So if someone ever got hit, the last person to hit all of the other people had was it finish their drink? I feel like it was a. I believe so. It was hefty because there was beer flying everywhere as we were punching each other. That was a good one. Mm-hmm. I didn't, that rule didn't make a lot of sense to me. Yeah, we had to until three people got hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone else have some uh, like special ones in their heart? Mm. I I love the article clothing article of clothing off. Mm. That was that was a good one. Yeah, and, and considering we were playing in bathing suits after we got from the beach, you know, home from the <laughs> beach, it was it was a short game. We could only play so many rounds. <laughs> That's <laughs> nice. true. I, I think it's important to to mention for our, our underage listeners out there that you can also play the Buster version where you just mm. uh, you you just drink juice juice boxes. <laughs> <laughs> this party is gonna be off the hook. <laughs> or baby Buster, but yeah, I also we also had some just general rules like you know anytime somebody said her you drank um, mm-hmm. that just basic rules like that 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 I'm sure. All of you. Oh, oh, you know, you know, it was a good one. Uh, Steve Holt, if Steve Holt oh, yeah. raises uh, hands and, Steve and proclaims Steve Holt, everybody has to do that. Last person has to drink. Yeah, it was lots of last person things. You had to really be paying attention to the game. You couldn't just be casually watching. Really, it really honed my Arrested Development. That's sort of, I think, where I honed my my Arrested Development chops. Mm-hmm. Really. Um, we also, I feel like it's, I, this is skipping ahead on the timeline, but I don't think it spoils anything. No. The, the morning of the event, um, <laughs> we had decided to get breakfast, but not just any breakfast, the worst breakfast we had ever had, by which I mean we had decided to go out buy Cocoa Pebbles, um, and then instead of milk, fill them up with White Russians. <laughs> <laughs> and then, with breakfast, play the Arrested Development drinking game <laughs> with spoonfuls with of breakfast. Yeah, that it was, was terrible. I don't think any of us actually had more than a couple spoons. <laughs> yeah, I had a whole bowl. <laughs> I really liked it. And the tough the part box. is the the coffee. The coffee flavor was in the cream flavor. And the vodka flavor. Yeah, never yeah, mix coffee and cream. Never mix oh. with the with the cocoa flavor was just like one too many flavors that all go together generally, but maybe not all together altogether. It was tough. I don't know. It sounds kind of like a Starbucks drink with maybe like, maybe we should. It. <laughs> it doesn't really work, but maybe for us. 
but all right, uh, so we had the, we had the AD drinking game. That went great, and it led into the night before the event. Mike, you said maybe you don't remember much of it. <laughs> Any, anything ring a bell? Uh, I'm blanking. An Annabelle, blanking, mm. shooting blanks. Oh, was that when we went on a, a little bike ride? That's <laughs> that's the one. <laughs> <laughs> Cigar, did, uh, right, right. So, uh, so we were all feeling pretty good except for Charlie. Um, I think that Charlie was a little oh, bit. No. Under the weather, I or... I, I had oh, no. not, I had lost the Arrested Development dream. Hey. <laughs> we can say we can say that about what happened to me. That's Safe. why I was not a part of these, nice. these events. <laughs> so uh, so Schultz and I put on our boxers and we got ready to go because <laughs> uh, we had lost them earlier. Uh, we we got ready to go out to on town to Chikatig. So we uh, found ourselves a few cigars grabbed a couple bikes because that is the more responsible way to <laughs> go about about the town if you're about a mile and a half away rather than a, a car right <laughs> so, also also still illegal right no 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 we found we that out, find later. out later yeah that oh sorry good no, it it's the preferred it. mode of travel on shikatik anyway yeah, yeah that's true so we we had a um we had a nice bike ride actually it was really cool mm-hmm. You know, we strode along. It was a beautiful day out. We were going faster than the mosquitoes could get us. So, uh, mm-hmm. and the cigar smoke was definitely holding them back. And we just, you know, we flew and we went to the bars. Uh, we hung out with the locals and <laughs> discoed all the time. We did. And <laughs> we started the dance floor <laughs> in Don's. Oh, yeah. We had, I mean, we had a, a, a just a swimming time. We made some some appearances that some of the locals um, recalled maybe a little bit later. So yeah, we had a lot of good interaction. Mm-hmm. It was good. We we did the the Chikatik nightlife, which is very limited for a fishing town. But you know, didn't you lose something to the water that day? Didn't did, mm-hmm. didn't someone jump into a boat or something? Yeah, I jumped into a boat, but I made it back to shore safely. Okay. Yes. I must be thinking of something else. Yeah. Yeah, the, the event was pretty good. We got home safe and sound, and then well, we part had, four. We well, oh. we had to we had to go back home that night to in order to get some cake. Uh, <laughs> I do recall that that was cake. Why was everyone? I I, I still cake. don't understand this. I was I <laughs> I woke was woken up by you guys moaning the word cake. <laughs> It was horrible the way to wake up, along with like a migraine from too much vodka. Anyone? Well, no one. <laughs> you can you can imagine the hand motion that occurs when you say the word cake, and you like shovel that. it in your mouth with both hands, and yeah. with both hands, and it. It's oh right. Similar when you're, when to you're gripping, when you're gripping it in a yeah. fist, and you're squeezing it between your. Sometimes cake. Maybe it's more like cannolis, but they're shaped. In a certain way, cylindrical, cylindrical, and then you have to get them into your mouth as fast as possible because you're eating as much cake as you can. I I gotta tell you that that's not how cake is ever shaped. <laughs> <laughs> well, you weren't there, so you wouldn't know. I I do believe it's the accepted universal uh, signal for for eating cake, um, <laughs> which is why sign for cake eating <laughs> is two fists so. moving quickly by your mouth. Yes. Yeah, we've seen it in, in several uh, GIFs uh, that right. has sent us. Yeah. Um, but, of course, this is 
this is the symbol that that we used that night uh, across the uh, the bar uh, to to signal that it was time to go home. Made sure that made sure that everyone in the bar scene was aware that we were going back just to eat cake. So you again, just to reiterate, you took both your fists, held them above your mouth, and frantically pumped them back and forth. <laughs> Yes. Towards and away from your mouth. Individually, at individual, individual rates. Right, at individual rates. Well, same rates, but alternatingly. Okay, as you like it. That's, so I don't like that, any of that. That's the way we three men uh, told each other and the rest of the world, that we were ready to call it a night and mm-hmm. get back into our beds. <laughs> and we're so thankful we did. Why we're did so we thankful decide... we had enough rest to you know, decide to go out the next day. I will say this about the next day before we really dive into it again. We did have the cocoa puff breakfast. We had we had plenty of time passed between yes. the cocoa puff breakfast because we we're responsible adults, and if nothing else, we had Oreo spastics here drink responsibly. And as I yeah. recall, we were, yeah we were feeling fine the next morning. You know, we went to sleep oh, yeah. early. We got a good we got a nice rest and woke up, had coffee, and yeah. Mm-hmm. Little little did we know the events that would unfold. Right. Part four, <clears throat> the event. Well, I, I think you uh, three gentlemen did a good job of uh, summing up the story uh, thus far. Um, but uh, but remember, we're just getting our feet wet. This is uh, <laughs> this is this is really the the highlight of the the week. We are going out for uh, one one big last day of of fishing, and as. Uh, <laughs> Bringing those crab pots in. Yep, that's right. As as Dean alluded to earlier, I am the the master trailer driver. Well, and also you're really good at like making sure that each lure is positioned in the proper way. Hmm. You're a master a master baiter. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm really fishing for things here. <laughs> This whole thing. This turned into one of those. This, this whole thing's giving me a sinking feeling. Let's get going. <laughs> so let's see. Where where are we? Oh yeah, we finished our breakfast. Uh, we're all in a good mood. We uh, get everything loaded up that we need. And uh, I think um, Dean had had mentioned that we we brought a fifteen passenger van to to haul the the boat around with, but but also. Oh, right. Also, to carry another boat in, um, mm-hmm. we, we had a canoe in the back. Oh, I think several bikes, although they were at the house uh, oh, on, on this dude. morning. So let's see. Where are we? Oh, yes. We drive the uh, the grueling 0.75 miles to the the dock. We, um, we drove that. That's weird. I, I just remember you driving that. I was in the passenger seat. Yeah, I was just, you know, along for the ride. Oh, maybe I don't even remember this morning. I don't recall. <laughs> you do. Continue. Yeah. You were driving I, us. Yeah, I'm I not just sure. hopped on as we, uh, as we, Hop you on. guys were carrying off. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it all it all goes pretty fuzzy for me here. Yeah. That's. Uh, do you want someone to take over for you? <laughs> no. No, I need to hear it from you. No, that might get worse. All right, so um, we get to the dock, uh, and I I pull the van forward. And I believe Charlie uh, goes out to use the bathroom. 
relieve relieve myself of some of that cocoa crisp. Yeah, I was gonna say for for Lord knows what we know he uh, he lost the Arrested Development drinking game the night before after all. So, I, as I said before, we uh, begin backing the van <laughs> uh, towards the the water because uh, the boat is attached to the van. That's correct. Yes, right uh, okay. down the the not the canoe but the. You know, a nice, what is it, 18-foot fishing boat owned by my grandfather that he has so graciously allowed us to use for the weekend. Yes, and his trailer. Uh, and his which nice is trailer. Very, mm-hmm. very generous of him. Um, so we, we back the, the boat into the water, and um, my my good friend Dean goes back and unattaches the boat. And so the, the boat is, is now starting to float in the water, but is still stuck on the trailer. Uh, so at this point... As uh, as Dean's grandfather had showed us, uh, and again I'm using <laughs> inclusive language here, um, he he had showed us that the best way to to get the boat off at this point is to pump the brakes lightly. So when he said pump the brakes lightly, I seem to have interpreted that as pump the brakes hard. Um, <laughs> well, I mean if. If light is good, hard is better, right? right. So you're just right. making double sure that you could pump the brakes. Yes. Absolutely, you got it. Was, it. it was low tide, and it was really stuck on there. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. was uh, definitely stuck on there. And this boat ramp, I believe, is probably at a you know thirty percent incline. Now it's not a, a very long boat ramp, mind you, but it's a significant incline. And so then, let's see, the boat finally wiggled loose. Mm-hmm. And we went fishing, and uh, <laughs> I don't think that's how I remember no, it. No, definitely uh, not. I was, was holding onto the ropes. Wait. I was stepping out of the bathroom, and I was watching this. Oh, <laughs> that's right. That's and then when... then the event happened. Uh huh. Oh, I I see what you guys are getting at. Okay, so that is when the van's brakes went out. <laughs> <laughs> I almost forgot that part of the story. Right. Uh huh. And and then the van, um, oddly enough, started you in rolling it. directly into the water in reverse. Um, but I remember screaming, "Sholzy, that's enough! That's enough!" And yeah, why don't you just hit the brakes? And I remember screaming something to the extent of, "No brakes, dude! No brakes!" <laughs> and then after slamming on the parking brake, which also did nothing. Um, I look behind me and notice that the back of the van is somewhat floating. Uh-huh. At this point, I look to the ladder to the left of me. Mind you, uh, I'm waist deep in water at this point. And he's uh-huh. still pumping the brakes. He's still, and I'm he's still looking pumping at me, the brakes. He's looking at me saying, there's no brakes, there's no brakes. <laughs> <laughs> at, at this point, I have... My my optimism in the situation has plummeted from <laughs> initially when I realized the brakes went out, I was 100% positive that I was still going to get this van out of there. Now in waist-deep water, I was only about 40% positive that I was going to be able to save the van. And unfortunately, that didn't work out because that is the point where um, Mike Lefevre pointed out to me that uh, I should probably jump out of the van <laughs> or I would potentially be trapped and die. Um, so I heeded his advice. Wow, and, selfish. 
<laughs> and uh, and I jumped out of the van. Mm-hmm. And as this was happening, I noticed that the windshield wipers turn on, and I'm I'm <laughs> sure that I I was almost sure that I'd been hitting the brake pedal, not the windshield wiper thing. Ah. <laughs> and and I I in fact had been hitting <laughs> I had been hitting the brake pedal, which is fortunate. Um, what we then figured out had happened is that the, the electrical systems shorted out because mm-hmm. at this point there was water in the engine compartment. So the windshield how did wipers water get started all the way, going. How did the water get all the way there, Schultz? Yeah, I don't understand. It was raining. Oh. <laughs> uh, From the ground I, up. Actually, I, I don't, I don't actually think it was raining. See, the, the van at this point, I, I had mentioned that the back of the van had started floating. Uh, at this point, uh-huh. it had ceased doing that and was now sinking. Um, <laughs> so luckily, the boat was completely untethered because it was just floating. It was starting to float out really, to sea. But at least it was floating because it's made to float. Out to sea, though, is, is not great. Right. And at this point, that was our major concern. This boat is floating away. So fortunately, Dean, <laughs> uh, in his quickness of thought, leapt off the dock and landed in the boat and then realized once he was no i didn't quite land in the boat oh, yeah. i landed in the water that's... but i had to swim well, you learned that from the previous night's experiences too that's, that is true. true i thought i would land on the boat unfortunately once he was in the boat he realized that he was doing no good and in fact he the only thing he had done <laughs> is distanced himself from where he <laughs> potentially could have been useful so it was so valiant i stripped off my sh- and dove headlong like Baywatch. Yes, it was. Uh... Were you drowning? <laughs> Where were you? I, th- I guess you got to the ladder. It wasn't that far. What's this? I said you. Did you? Were you out of the at, water by then, or were you? Point, were you submerged underneath the van? Were you? No. Stuck? At this point, I was uh, aside the van. There was about there's about a foot and a half of distance between the side of the van and the side of the boat launch well. Uh, so I was in that water grabbing for the ladder. Now, I had previously thought that I could just stay in the van as long as I needed to because I could just roll the window down. Um, unfortunately, these are electric windows. And if you recall the portion I mentioned about the the uh, windshield wipers, the windows started doing the same thing. So they all rolled mm. up without me pressing any buttons. Unless they're also controlled by the brake pedal, which, from previous <laughs> experience, I don't, I don't think that's the case. It could have um, been a sort of chitty chitty bang bang situation where the van was trying to hmm. turn itself into a a, a vehicle right. that would either sink into the water and f- drive around, or like the magic school bus, for that matter. I mean, we all thought that's what you were doing, like. You're like, hey, I saw some cool Fiat commercials where they <laughs> jump off cliffs and. Go to America. Bigger is better. Bang bang, bang bang. We love you and our pretty bang bang, bang bang. Loves us too. That was probably the best part. Was as the van was sinking, the canoe in the back of the van was floating. (laughs) Which is really what saved (laughs) until the van completely sank. (laughs) At, At this point, so it's kind of a marina, and then the marina has, of course, filled with. Boats wanting to get out of the water, looking at three shore, watching by, a sinking captain van. Captained by old, <laughs> old grizzled veterans of the sea. Can yes. can we now talk about Charlie's entrance into this? Too? Yeah, 
That's, that's what I was <laughs> yeah, I know. starting to get at. <laughs> I uh, I had just climbed up the uh, up the ladder, and again, I am soaking from the waist down. I see Charlie come out of the bathroom, kind of with a, a big smile and a hop, skip, and jump in his step. And <laughs> oh, starts, great. It's his yeah. last day at sea. So he, he starts on over towards us. and I'm ready for the big voyage. Yeah, and Dean's in the boat, so, you know, everything, of course, is A-OK. We're, we're ready, and uh, I think Charlie's a little confused <laughs> as to why the, the boat is kind of in the, the middle of the little harbor there instead of <laughs> at the dock where we could actually get on the boat. So mystifying. And, and Charlie notices some shocked looks on our faces, but he doesn't notice anything else at this point because at this point the van is completely submerged. So Charlie asks us, I believe, what's going on, and we I don't believe anyone said anything. I believe <laughs> I believe Mike yeah. pointed at the antenna, which happened to be the only thing sticking out of the water. Well, I didn't see that at first. It's tough to you don't it doesn't really catch the eye unless you're looking for it, a van under the sea. I thought he was just pointing out I thought I don't know, maybe maybe like Dean was unable to bring the boat close enough for us to board. I I thought I'd been in the bathroom for a while. The van for all I knew was parked safely somewhere, not parked in the Chesapeake Bay, which is where Schulze had decided to park it. <laughs> It was it was a bad it was a bad situation that I was completely impervious to. I, I I was so happy that we were about to be going on this boat trip. I think Mike had to like after pointing at it had to like continue to like gesture. Hello darkness, <laughs> my old friend. I've come to talk with you again. Yeah, it was gone. Because a vision softly Very. creeping. Very upsetting. Van underwater. Everyone looks dismayed. Well, the funny thing is, when it shorted, it was actually playing that music, and you could just <laughs> <completely> hear it. <laughs> Hello, underwater, and the only thing showing was the the antenna. Hmm. And uh, uh, one of us had to say something, but uh, mm-hmm. none of us could <laughs> seem to find the words to it's tell true. him we were... what was what was happening in this situation. So we all kind of were staring Dean on the boat, me and Schultz standing side by side, looking into the water with very disconcerted faces mm-hmm. on. And me and grinning at you guys happily. Yes. Mike and I were essentially on the shore doing the uh, sad Charlie Brown walk. If you can picture that. It would be tough to imagine something like that. Mm-hmm. And, and one of us had to break the news to Charlie who was, very happy, content with himself after uh, relieving, after coming out of the bathroom. Um, <laughs> we, I think we just pointed. I think it was it was mostly just a point. Maybe the maybe the words, the the van is under the water, something <laughs> like that. And Charlie just couldn't. I mean, he couldn't believe it. Like, there's no. How do I you? Also, I just like didn't I mean, understand what you meant. Like, what do you mean the van's underwater? <laughs> like where is that like a parking location? I don't get Well it. in this in this case the van is it was the, the parking location. <laughs> Turns out <laughs> what you meant was that the van had been parked underwater. Right, so at this point the the traffic from the harbor, boats coming in is starting to back up. The old the old wily veterans of the sea are, are wondering, you know, why can't we 
get our boats on shore, and we had to somehow explain to them, oh, there's a van under the, under the water here. They understood um, it about as well as I did. They were yeah. like, no, what, we have to, we, yes, we understand that our van will then drive our boats out after we put it by the ramp. We need to get our boats there. And we're like, no, 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 there's a van, just like, just trust us underwater they're like oh wait did you take a bad loan are you losing money on your loan <laughs> <laughs> thanks thanks for the laughs um but there's also people lining up to put to put not vans in the water <laughs> there was a long line of people wanting to put their vans into the water as well because it looked awesome <laughs> to um, be fair boats? we we did look like we were having a lot of fun That's uh, right after the initial shock wore off <laughs> The the harbor master showed up. The local television crew showed up. The which the, there's no TV on Chicoteak Island. It's just word of mouth. So everyone on Chicoteak <laughs> Island basically showed up for the show. Police, you guys had a little police ride. We had we had a little bit of everything. I like telling the story of uh, when Dean and I were trying to figure out what to do next. So I believe at one point Dean was walking around talking to uh the police on his uh on his phone and i was walking around talking to the towing company on my phone and we're both fairly frantic and distressed um and i seem to remember charlie then starting to walk around and talk (laughs) on his phone and all i seem to catch is uh yeah can i just leave some things you know in your locker for a little while um and at at this point, you know, we we conclude our conversations, and I I asked Dean, you know, what the uh, what the police had to say, and, and then he asked me what the towing company had to say, and then we both turned to Charlie and <laughs> asked him, who who were you talking to? And he goes, oh oh, it's cool, guys. I was just talking to my friend Davy Jones. He says we can leave that down there. Get it, <laughs> Get it guys? <laughs> Davy Jones's locker got him. Still got it. I did. That is that is something that happened. <laughs> I I was generally the person that none of no one else wanted to be around because I found it especially hilarious. I think because I didn't. I wasn't there for the initial shock, and also it wasn't my van. I found this one of the funniest things that I had ever happened upon and people were like it was funny people were like taking pictures of us and i was like telling regaling them of stories uh i think who was it mike you and i were in a went went with uh the cop right back to the house to get a different car yeah we mike and i tried to hit on the cop which didn't go well Oh, and at one point, I think one of the best parts was that we we wanted to tell the story of the night before how we hit the town real hard. There were people that were like, "Oh, you were the guys on the dance floor at dawn." So we're like, "Oh, yeah, no. yeah, this is not what we wanted." And they were like, "Cake, ah, cake." Ah. Yeah, the whole crowd was doing the cake, and we're like, "Yeah, it was like awesome." We're like rock stars. Yeah, it was but, great. We also uh, asked the cop whether biking was a crime or not, or whether it was legal, and she... Inebriated biking. Inebriated biking. (laughs) No, just biking in general. (laughs) We're not sure. And uh, and everybody was trying to hush... Uh, I think I think I was asking a question like, what yeah, you were it's not yeah. not the place to ask this, but she was totally cool. And she told us, no, it's fine. Like, you know, it's not a you can bike inebriated and it's cool. So she was not cool. She like 
she like was what she was really really she was like pleasant to us but she was so annoyed at you and i mike because we were like uh, there were, the the trip was less than a quarter mile back to the house to get a car to drive us back to the house we were we were trying to ask her if somebody could ride shotgun we were asking her you lock if, us up yeah we asked hey, was her this before or after you started hitting on her? we this what? is this is in the she was pleasant it, to everyone else or is that she, part of your game <laughs> that was part of our game <laughs> we asked her if she would lock us up you've never used that before you you've never asked if we could be if you could be handcuffed ever i plead the fifth right so we we were just trying our best we asked if she could like raise the partition we asked if we could take a picture she said no i snuck a picture anyway it'll be on our facebook oh. Um, it won't. It won't be. It, it will be. I will. It will be. So anyway, we Mike and I. Mike and I basically went from the, like the most pleasant cop in the world to it. It was we we sort of annoyed her pretty quickly. Um, speaking of things on Facebook, can we put up the video of the van? Oh, I'm gonna put. I'm gonna put up all this footage that I took that everyone suggested I not put on Facebook because it wasn't that funny. But I wanted to yeah. put it on Facebook. I'm putting it on Facebook. No, I just didn't want my grandfather to 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 figure out that his trailer was wrecked and my father to know that the his van was underwater by way of Facebook. I mean, I think it's safe now. Do your do your does it's it's out. Does there. your grandfather you often Facebook? Uh, my grandma's on there. Okay. 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 I don't know, dude. I was freaking out. We just sunk a van. I thought it was hilarious, and I thought social <laughs> media should be alerted. Oh yeah. I appreciate your usage of inclusive language there, Dean. That was good. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to say... Schulze sunk a van. <laughs> Schulze did sink a van. And I think, Mike, weren't after the fact, didn't you run into someone like at the supermarket or something picking up last-minute last supplies? <laughs> yeah. They... And they approached me, and they, they were like, oh, did you did you hear about the van? And I was, <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, that was my friend. <laughs> I was I was sitting in the van just a couple of minutes before. <laughs> yeah, we were we were definitely celebrities on Chickatick Island. We're the biggest thing since Misty. They loved That's us. That's true. Oh, nice. Two... We did make the newspaper the next day. I don't know if I shared really? that with you guys, but we have that. Can yeah. we find that in the local post headline? <laughs> the um, fantastic. What is the word? The the towing process was. I mean, it's probably not great audio. Actually, none of this is probably great audio. No but way! It's great. The towing it's process great was, audio. Oh. was pretty amazing. There was this big guy. No, 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 was... no, no. Go back. First off, they called a regular tow truck, which was oh, a yeah. huge mistake. Couldn't do it. Can't do Remind it. Remind you, won't do it. This is a 15 passenger van, fully submerged with a what 20 foot trailer attached and, to it and also down a 30 percent grade it's not coming out of the chesapeake bay it's it's gotten it's, it's gotten it's it's its new home so then they called like a crane thing and like the harbor master said that they only they like never use it ever he had like in his like 15 years called it one other time or something there's all sorts of of like seafaring stories being thrown around about the last time that the crane had been brought out it brought up. They called it the the c word, right? The c word. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so they brought out this freaking like crane eighteen wheeler thing to like hoist it out, and then there was a big guy. Okay, and then there was a big guy who was very buoyant, <laughs> and probably has a lot of fun when he's in the ocean just floating around. But when Let's you call have him to... Bob, Bob, <laughs> when Bob, that was such a cheap had joke. To... I'm so sorry. 
had to go down a good, I don't know, 10 feet underwater to hook something onto our submerged van, he just bobbed. Yeah. And his legs were flailing, and his his top half was submerged, but his legs were just kicking at air, flailing away. And he wouldn't accept help. We're like, hey, can we like go down and help? He's like, no, this time I got it. <laughs> He's so close. He had to. He had to do it. Sometimes a man needs to do it himself. Every once in a while, a man needs to prove to a woman <laughs> that he's actually a man. Look, Sometimes Bob had to. Thirty tries. Bob. Bob had to take thirty <laughs> tries. And then finally, Bob, uh, as you know, to to really drive home how how manly he was, he gave up and just hooked it to the side of the driver's side window. <laughs> well, first, first he hooked it to the bumper and ripped off the whole front of the car. That's yeah. true. The no bumper, one bumper and the grill. Work. I don't. Yeah, what was he thinking? Except for right. Bob. Yeah, Bob was the was not the hero that we wanted, but definitely the hero that Schulze deserved. <laughs> we lost so a lot of spectators to... in this process. <laughs> yeah. Well, they were like cycled yeah. in and out, like. I would actually true. say that I'd say that like later we sort of got better spectators. We got like some some cute girls came instead of just like the oh, old yeah. seafaring guys. The old seafaring guys were like, "F this, we're going to another dock." They like yeah, but humorless. The, the cake chance kind of died down by that point, which was a bummer. Right, right. But we were like, we were full on celebrities. I, I can't emphasize that enough. But anyway, back to they back laughing, to Bob. They were laughing with us. <laughs> no, Bob. I mean, Bob. He got it out eventually. They had to hook it, I think, in three or four different places to finagle its way up. The trailer You'll definitely was definitely see in... Bob in the videos that I'm going to post. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. You got Bob. Some Bob, Bob is definitely highly featured. Great. I don't even know if I've ever I've seen any of these. Um, Bob got it out, and the van was completely fine, and we drive it on the road to this day. Nope. Yep. <laughs> no. Nope. <laughs> Although. Two weeks later, was I did go fine. to Mexico. I went to Mexico, and they sent a van to pick us up. And I kid you not, it was a 15-passenger burgundy-colored <laughs> van. I was like, what the hell? Smelled slightly of seaweed. Yeah. It, I sent you guys a picture, but I now looking through the text messages, it had a little red thing because I was in Mexico. Man, I didn't think about that. <laughs> didn't get through. Um, but anything else? I mean, we got it out. We It was terrible we thought we'd have this great last day we made a lot of jokes but you know oh, the we sinking had a, we had a feeling really was, good time yeah. <laughs> yeah i had a great time Schulze Schulze was mortified he was kind of a buzzkill Schulze. i mean he was the one that sunk it in the first place and then he was the one that was upset about it later is this old dumb thing I... yeah. huh, huh. at all of our jokes now we you know yeah on young uh mike drink Ah, well, I guess I guess that brings us to a close. That is the end of the event. We had some good times. We had some bad times. To be fair, it was it was by far the most fun I've ever had sinking a van. <laughs> happy anniversary, Schulze. Happy also, anniversary happy, to you guys. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Vaniversary is such a fun word to say. I challenge all of you listeners to work vaniversary into a sentence. To your loved ones today. Um, hashtag Vaniversary. Hashtag Vaniversary. Feel free to blow up Twitter with that. Well, we want to uh, thank you guys for coming. Thank? Thank you. Thank you for coming on the show. Thank? Thank you for coming on the show. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, happy anniversary. Thanks. Happy anniversary. Thank you to Michael Lefevre. Thank you to Christopher Schulze. Sinking your van. And, uh, my dad forgives you, and anytime you want to show your face in the Eastlake household again, you do so at your own and risk. And bring a van. And I, I, we thank you also, all of you out there in Spastics Nation, for listening. Please remember to follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We'll have some awesome photos up there for you to follow along this, this great story that we had here. You can also check us out on the BaltimoreSportsReport.com slash network. And please, if you're on iTunes, you give us a little listen on iTunes, go ahead and give us a rating, give us a, a review. We'd appreciate that very much. Yeah, hey, just one last, as, as you said, it will be, I'll put up all videos and photos of this event on Facebook. I'm not going to repost it on Twitter. It might be too much, but I'll link it on Twitter too. So that means go ahead, like us on Facebook, follow us Twitter, reviews, comments, check out Baltimore Sports Report. So many good things for you to do. We also might have the rest of the development drinking game out at some point. Ooh. So... For Michael LaFever, Chris Schulze, Charlie Hoppus, Chris Knightsey, who is out and about, and myself, Dean Eastlake, we thank you as always for listening, and remember to drink responsibly. Hey guys, have you checked out 336 Daily? Did you know that sometimes, in fact, pretty often, I've been recording it in my car while driving to different job sites? That's how easy Anchor is to make podcasts. With Anchor, you can record your podcast and edit your podcast and upload your podcast all in the Anchor app, and then it makes sure it goes after iTunes and Spotify and wherever you need to put it. it. They take care of everything, distribution, they help you with advertising and getting in commercials. Check out the Anchor app. Go to the App Store and download the Anchor app for free or go to anchor.fm to check it out. Birdland Sports. For fans, by fans. Find more great shows like this at birdlandsports.com.